Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Marie, The Spiritual Homegirl, and we are back with a up episode update of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now before we get started, y'all know I can't do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo-boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are out there in podcast land, you choose to leave me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. This episode is in no way, shape, or form a warning shot as there's too many people that fit this description, and it wasn't inspired by just one person. I've seen it happen a lot um, through my own experience and through the experiences of others, and I did an episode about a year and a half ago, episode 84, yes, so 104 episodes ago. <laughs> Ooh, that feels good to say. Anyway, 104 episodes ago, I did a episode about the epidemic of clout chasing disease, and I mentioned certain archetypes. Um, or archetypes, depending on how you say it, of cloud chasers. And I wanted to update this episode. And the words, you know, again, like I said, the words don't come to me, I sit on it. So the words came to me today. And I want to update a particular cloud chaser, which is called the networker. Now, am I saying all networkers are cloud chasers? Absolutely not. They're not. But there's a particular type of subset networker that is always networking in hopes to leverage. Now, you can say, well, Maria, isn't that what you're supposed to do when you network? Be, you know, network with people, figure out their, their, their resources or their network and then attempt to be introduced to their network. Yeah, it's true, but it's a way you go about it. It's a way you go about networking that can come off clout chaser-ish or can come off organic. And I think the intention and how that approach is done through that intention is what's going to make the difference. For instance, if I'm cool with somebody and my girl, my girls and my homeboys, if they out here doing some really dope stuff and I feel like, oh, this person will link better with so-and-so or, oh, I know somebody who needs a so-and-so for this project. Let me just plug them in because I already know them. I've already vetted them. I can co-sign them. I can stamp them. It's good. I can put my name on the line for them. Because I already have a really strong bond with them. So I don't mind putting folks out there or connecting folks and being like, hey, I think you guys would work good together. Or, hey, I heard you were in consideration for so-and-so. Then you can do that. Now, I'm not talking like my, my network is super huge. But, you know, I th and I think everybody has a good network. Anybody that really is out here doing things and is constantly progressing, I would like to think that, you know, that's a pretty strong network because I don't believe in self-made stuff. I think that people have to put you in position or even if it's somebody choosing you for a position, even if you were grinding by yourself, that still requires somebody else helping you or putting you again in the room to get the opportunity to receive it. So I don't I don't really like the self-made aspect of it. But but again, like I said, I don't mind doing that. Right. So that's organic to me. Hey, the network is already there. Um, there may be something going on. My opinion may be trusted it or they may ask me, cool, I will, you know, or something will come to me and say, hey, y'all two will work good together. Let me put y'all in position. The cloud chasing shit that comes from me is that when there's an assumption made by one outside person that this person must know all these people or this person may know people that can put me in position. So let me befriend this person, be cool with this person, butter them up, fake love this person, whatever. And then hopefully if I'm around long enough, they'll put me in position and keep me at top of mind because I'm harmless, right? All I've done is show love. Maybe they'll put me in position. There's a lot more of these type of clout chaser 
networker type people, then we like to admit it. And I'm pretty sure, again, some of y'all going to be like, well, what's wrong with that? The attention is what's wrong with it because it's done under false pretenses. It's not about a mutual respect of saying, yo, I think this person is cool. It's about leverage first. And I understand people may want to leverage people's networks. I get it. But if your sole reason of network is solely to leverage and not build a bond with the person you want to leverage off of, you're going to lose every time. And I see it happen all the time because what the cloud chaser will do is the cloud chaser will think that they're going to leverage and throw somebody's name in without even tapping in first. I feel like this. If people are going to network and you want to throw someone's name out, I just feel like a common courtesy is to check in and be like, yo, there's somebody I want to meet. Can I can I drop your name? That's out of respect. And I know we talk about gatekeeper culture, but when it comes to my name, you goddamn right. I'm a gatekeep mind because you're not just going to be throwing my shit everywhere to everybody. And I think with gatekeeper culture, you should be gatekeeping on your name and your reputation. I think it's fair. Everybody should not be able to throw that out there. It's yours. It belongs to you. So if you want somebody that's unreliable, somebody that you don't know that well out there throwing your name out there like you stamped them, then that's a fire you're going to put out because some people may end up fooling with them on the strength of you. You don't know that person's intentions. They might be scamming, might be frauding, might not have a stuff type, but now it's on you because they're accepting the connection to begin with because your name was dropped. I think people should absolutely gatekeep their own name. The same way I would never want to disrespect none of my partner's names, even if it's girls I'm cool with. Like, if it's women I'm cool with. My own family. I would never, I'm like, yo, I'm about to, uh, and usually I'll be like, hey, I know so-and-so. I know you know them. Is it cool to name drop or no? And it, and I'll get the answer. Usually it's a yes because it's a, it's a bond there. But at the same time, a lot of times I don't have to ask because they'll say, oh, you know, so-and-so, don't trip. I'll introduce y'all. So it's like with a cloud chaser, if they're not in that position to where it's like a yo, don't even trip, don't even worry about it. I'll just connect y'all to make it easier. They'll try to force the connection anyway by going around that or they know y'all don't have a strong um, connection. So they'll just go around that and try to bypass it and just reach out to that person directly. Or if the opportunity comes up where they meet them on their own, they own juice not strong enough. They own face card not strong enough. So they'll throw your name in the mix to make it seem like that makes their name card stronger or their face card stronger. And sometimes, and a lot of times I've seen in and outside of my experience, it always backfires. Why? Because if they don't know you, they're going to have to vet you. And that person you threw out there, they're going to call back. And they're going to be like, hey, so-and-so met me at so-and-so. They said that they knew you. You know them? And then, you think people going to lie? People are not going to lie in their reputation for a cloud chaser. They not. They're going to be like, I don't know her or I don't know him or I done seen him a couple of times. You know, they cool or whatever, but I don't know them other than that. They're going to get real. I've, oh, I've seen it. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Literally, people that's thinking, that, oh, yeah, that's my dog. That's my old dog. That's my homeboy. We cool. And then when they start, that's my bro. That's my bro. And they're like, oh, yeah, so-and-so said that's your bro. And I've literally heard conversations where they're like, bro, I don't know that. I don't know that fool like that. Like, I seen him twice. They're like, you ain't never kicked it with him? I mean, we be at the same function, but that don't mean that's the homie. Like, we not cool like that. So it puts, and, and that basically, like, backfires because it makes the person that even threw the name out there look super bad. So I'm telling y'all, and normally I don't like to tell y'all what to do. Normally, I always say, you grown. And like I'm going to say now, you grown, you're going to do what you're going to do. But if you go network, please please be careful with name dropping, especially when it's on folks that you ain't tight with. Because I think, and also another example, let, you know, let me just go into another example because I think this is also relevant. Social media does not automatically equal friendship. 
So I understand the Klaus Chester will get stars in their eyes because they see that somebody they cool with or, or they're in somewhat of a closer proximity with may end up having a social media connection with somebody. They automatically assume that they're friends. So what they do is when they see that person in public, they throw out that your name. And that's happened to me before more than once over the years. They'll throw your name out there and make it seem like that's good enough. You don't even know if I know this person or not. You out of pocket. So now that you out of pocket putting my name and stuff and I don't even know you like that. Now I got to tell the truth. Or it may not even get to that situation because that person might not even care that you know spiritual homegirl. They may not give a freak about knowing me because I don't know them like that and they don't know me like that. So you throwing my name in the mix of somebody I don't know. That makes you even more like irrelevant. Just be yourself. Kick what you're doing. Kick what you're skilled at. Kick your talents. Kick whatever mission you got. And if they want to fool with it, they will. And that goes to my next point. Who really needs famous people co-signs? Y'all see what's going on with influencer culture? That don't mean nothing. Influencer culture means nothing. A lot of us are sitting here with dope missions and we waiting on somebody famous or somebody with a blue check to co-sign. You do know you don't need that shit, right? You know what? Let's just go into it. We just gonna cuss today. I try my best. Fuck it. We on. You don't need no verified motherfucker to tell you that you valid. You don't. That's the problem with celebrity culture. We will sit here and put on missions for years and act like we're not doing shit else until somebody that's famous. And, man, and honestly, let's keep it a thousand. A lot of them blue checks is broke. A lot of the blue checks, a lot of famous people is broke. A lot of them getting a the stimulus like everybody else around here. But yet you think they're the resource that's going to put you in the position. They trying to feed themselves and put them all stuff in position. Keep themselves thriving. Meanwhile, you turned out somebody with 500 followers because they're not popping enough. But that person might have that five figure, six figure, seven figure even. They might have that for you. And I've seen that happen as well. People be disregarded. Oh, he don't have that many followers. He ain't got no reach. Yeah, but he got a better reach to the bank than that person you're trying to reach out to. That influencer, that rapper, that actor, that ball player that just got waved. You don't know. A lot of this, a lot of celebrity culture got us in the game all bad, down bad. Famous people do not co-sign and they don't break us or make us like that because celebrity culture is dying. It's dying. The more they talk and the more they sound out of touch and the more tone that they get, the less their credibility is. Now, there's a celebrity that's cool as hell. They cool. No problem. They're, they're socially aware. Um, they, they know when to talk and when not to talk. And some of them genuinely are down to earth. And if they are cool with you, you know, they'll put you in position. They will. But that's, that's something that comes organically. It's not something that you just start name dropping on folks. And all of a sudden it just magically happens. And I don't know where we got the, the, um, the idea that, oh, all we need is just this magical. I know where, I know where it just hit me. We see the viral moments, right? And we see the moments where stuff just catches fire. We think it just happens so quickly. And for some, it does. But again, a lot of that stuff can also be manufactured. There's a lot of people that pay for that, that type of promotion. So stuff that we think is organic isn't even organic. So it's like, why, why bother? Like I see it now. Influencers, even the influencers that's not really, um, they famous for being famous, basically. So they might be like um, girlfriends, um, social media popular, you know what I'm saying? Like baddies and stuff like that. There are some baddies that, you know, do good work in terms of, you know, handling business. But I see a lot of other chicks that's on Instagram and, well, I haven't seen no dudes, so I can't even say it's a, I can't even say it's guys. 
But I've seen situations where they pay people $10,000 for promo, $20,000 for promo, and then they take their money and they don't post. Because they think that if one person posts their product, that all of a sudden they'll get all these sales. Even with viral moments. I saw this artist, beautiful artist, and I didn't even know, I didn't even miss, um, I didn't see her viral moment. I missed it. And um, what I did catch was her saying, my tweet got 130 likes and like 100,000 retweets and I only got three sales. So sometimes that little that little hope and a prayer we be looking for, we're going viral or having that right celebrity get in contact. Sometimes it don't always work like that. And keep it a trill, trill million around here. Sometimes that celebrity going to steal that shit right off of your back. I've seen that happen. A particular person I knew had did a, a, a setup for somebody. And that person was like, I don't want my image used in that setup. The person took it down and was like, you know, my bad. It was just done out of love and respect. I was inspired. I just wanted to do it. And then a year later, they did that same exact setup. And that person got no credit. And that person was pissed, understandably, because that person put it in position to the celebrity for whatever reason. And I'm not going to say that person's a cloud chaser. I'm just saying that this particular situation, like you just never know when you're wanting to get that blue check, that cosign, that celebrity cosign. You don't know who you're dealing with. All you know is the person they show you publicly in terms of who they are. So it's like, uh, you got to be careful because sometimes that little make or break moment might break you more than they'll make you. So that person was pissed and that person has lost a lifetime fan now because they they took that whole concept. They rejected the concept and was like, nah, nah, we're not with that. Only to take it for themselves later. They didn't want to hire that person or do anything. They just took the setup, which is out of pocket. But I can understand a person not wanting to use their name, you know, and, and their likeness. So I can respect that. But even when that happened, they didn't even think to go back and be like, hey, that was really dope. Let's hire you for something. Like, you just never know. So it just goes back to the whole cosign and all the other stuff. Does it really mean anything at this point? Especially when you see situations where, um, and it's slightly off topic, but you see situations now where we have so much mutual support in the form of like mutual aid, GoFundMes and things like that. I know you're probably thinking, what the hell does GoFundMe got to do with this topic? What I mean is, Regular, quote unquote, regular, quote unquote, common folk support each other a lot harder and a lot better than some of the blue checks you're looking for that you think is going to magically bring your brand to life or your jewelry brand to life. What, and I'm going to be honest, what good is sending stuff to people and or paying for certain stuff if you're not even going to get a return on your investment. A lot of them folks ain't getting no returns because now we know that influencers get paid for stuff. So we don't even know if they really like the stuff. So if I see an influencer promote something, I'm like, oh, that's an ad. Like flat tummy tea. Oh, that's an ad. Okay. <laughs> or, oh, lip gloss. Oh, okay. That's an ad. Okay. Makeup. Oh, okay. That's an ad. Okay. So at this point, it's like, I mean, maybe clothes. I feel like if you're a fashion designer, you might have a better, a better, um, chance but it's, it's a lot of brands that be suffering because they pay they, they and not to mention small businesses a lot of small businesses do not have 10 racks just to be out here paying folks for stuff so it's like even more than that spending a ten thousand dollar check you ain't got to somebody that's seemingly popular we don't know if those followers are real we don't know if the likes are real we don't know if the comments are real because all you got to do is pay for a certain amount we don't know if their follower is organic and I think at some point, you know, well, I think they, they actually, well, no, because there's always a way to get around the algorithm because I see people with um, fake comments every every day. And they always be the same type of comments, too. It always be like a, hey, we love you. 
or Rad Page. Like, it's just really generic. And it's just like, these, okay. So, again, it just goes back to, like, the illusion. I I really think unless that person really knows you and your brand, and when I say you, I mean me and we, because I'm never above my own advice. But then again, I don't... I have people that are that are blue checks and stuff like that that do support what I do, but I don't they don't they don't make or break my mission. Like my mission was popping before any of their asses knew about it and they know that. And that's out of respect and that's out of love. But just cause you on board, your ass late. You late. I've been doing this since 2016 publicly. I've been in the streets in terms of helping the community way, way longer than that. So just cause you late to the party, that don't mean you make the party. But but you're welcome to stay. Enjoy, get you a drink, dance a little dance, eat some food. You cool. Welcome to the party. But that doesn't mean my party wasn't popping before you got here. So I just think a lot of us got to put some more respect on what we're doing. Before we go so desperate to where we get into clout chaser mode, thinking that if we name drop the right person, just throw some shit at the wall. One of these motherfuckers will stick. Okay, well, if I name this person, oh, that ain't work. Okay, let me name this person. That ain't work. Let me name this person. That ain't work. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then it, and it damages your credibility in the process. Now, on the flip, the negative caveat to this particular cloud chaser is that this could be a completely different cloud chaser who don't want you to connect with folks. So they put bugs in people's ears so that you never contact them. I've had that happen before where it's like and it's usually (laughs) it's usually it only happens twice. But it was because this girl had liked this guy. And I'm like, man, I'm not even single. Why are you playing? Like, I don't want that, man. But it's almost equivalent to like for those that worked in food service y'all know when y'all had like a guy and a woman that goes to a um and i've never had this happen with lgbtqia plus couples either um which is interesting but y'all have that man and woman that show up and the woman have an attitude the whole time and you just sitting there serving like okay no problem you know okay cool i'm just here to do my job i don't want your man and then the man gives like a 20 dollar tip and then the <laughs> And then, and then the person he came with talking about, no, uh-uh, you got changed for a 20. And you, of course, you got changed for your 20 because, you know, you're a good server. You're a good waitress, what have you. You give the money back. How do you want it? You can keep five and give me back 15. It's like, damn, you just going, girl, you going home with him. You going back home with him. What you like? You can't let this man give me my 20 for serving y'all at an at a excellent level. I mean, I refilled your drinks. I kept, I didn't even charge you for the barbecue sauce. I didn't charge y'all for the extra lemon pepper sprinkles. I didn't trip and make them fried hard. I didn't charge you a dollar for all flats. Like y'all, you know, y'all know, y'all know. Y'all know. I didn't even charge y'all extra. You feel me? Like I'm trying to take care of y'all and you over here mad because your man gave me $20 and you with this man? Girl, bye. It's the same thing with networking for this other type of cloud chaser way more extreme on this on the spectrum they are jealous or something and they don't want you talking to that person anymore i've seen that happen and i've actually had a guy tell me hey the reason why i've been ghosted is because my girlfriend does not want me talking to you and i'm like we don't have no inappropriate conversations like have you shown her our dm box please do like it's not like that no it doesn't matter she says you're too pretty and i'm like have you seen now, granted, I don't think I'm ugly now, but I'm like, I be posting, I posted in scarves, bonnets, period breakouts, face be looking all crazy. Eyebrows ain't done. My eyebrows ain't done even now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, seriously? She's like, yeah. She said, honestly, you can't. She's like, she doesn't want me uh, contacting like women that are, um, that are attractive. I'm like, <sighs> okay. 
I was like, all right, well, I mean, I can respect it. I mean, it's your relationship. I mean, I respect it, whatever. So it's just weird. Like, that's another, like, weird clout chaser type of um, person. Like, they they start trying to dictate the connections based on, like, their relationship. And I'm just like, all right, fine. That's cool. I ain't tripping. And then, um, yeah. So that's pretty much my episode today. Bottom line is, blue checks don't make you continue the mission. Don't think your mission is invalid because a celebrity hasn't co-signed you yet or a um, blue check has not co-signed you yet. A lot of them are still trying to get themselves on and sustain right now. Pandemic got people in a frenzy, okay? Um, So don't trip. Also, you may not even know who it is that you're trying to co-sign. You know, you don't know. They might be somebody that actually might break your brand versus make your brand, especially if you're talking to them about your ideas about an NDA. Hello. Just because you love them and they're your fave don't mean you can trust them. That's why you got to protect your stuff, period. And I talked about that on a previous episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. And I'm pretty sure that was 100 episodes to go too because I've always been about telling people, protect your ideas, protect your ideas because people steal. Celebrities steal too, babe. Famous people steal too. Y'all seen them folks? It's, it's always somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's always this particular person getting called out for stealing. It's always some big fast fashion corporation stealing off of black designers. They be stealing. So always protect your stuff as best you can because I understand certain things are easier to protect than others, okay? Also, um, remember, uh, if you're going to throw someone's name out there, why don't you just ask them first so you don't look stupid if they end up vetting who it was that threw the name out to begin with. I would hate for y'all to look like some suckers because y'all throwing people names out there and then somebody is saying, oh, you know so-and-so? Nah, not really. And then the connection you thought was going to work never materializes because I see it happen a lot. A lot. That bro word, what's my bro? (laughs) No, not really. And I hate to see that. Oh, I hate to see it so bad. I hate to. But another thing is also being clear about who it is that you're networking with. If you know y'all not friends and you know y'all ain't kicked it no more than two or three times, y'all might have got drunk at the club a few times back, like what, 10 years ago? That doesn't mean y'all are friends today. Y'all had some good times together. You know what I'm saying? Or if you don't know that person's last name, y'all not that cool. And that's okay. You should probably know the last name of the person that you you fooling with, that you're friends with. I, I think that's mandatory. If I'm friends with you, I need to know your last name. Not no alias. I need your full freaking name, okay? I need to know if something happens. I can call your mama and be like, hey, your, your child's so-and-so. If I don't know your mama's name or I don't even know how to get in touch with your mama, we probably not as cool as you think we are. And that's okay. Because we could be on the process of building that way. It also goes back to intention. Are you being cool with this person and showing love because you really like what they do, regardless of whether they can put you on or put you in position or or introduce you to folks? Or are you just doing that so you can try to leverage their network? Because a lot of people are very discerning and they do know. A lot of people do know. And I see it a lot because I have a lot of OGs that are in entertainment circles and they move very smartly. And they can peep somebody that's full of shit and what somebody isn't. And from there, I've learned the game just through my own experiences. But seeing them move the way they move out here, especially like they can they can tell a capper or a cloud chaser a mile away. A lot of these stories are inspired by them and a lot of the other OGs that have great, large, awesome networks of, again, people that are able to put people in position. But because they don't have the public um, quote unquote following, people just disregard them. And it's really funny to see that. It's it's funny in the sense of it's like, damn, you thought you really you really put value on somebody based on a follower count when actuality the bank account is like 150 times larger. Like, are you serious? 
And that, and again, it just goes back to social media conditioning. We've we place value on people based on <laughs> something that could be bought in a package for $19.99. Like you can buy like what, 10,000 followers, something like that. So it's like, you know, we just really do that. I don't know if y'all saw my Instagram yesterday. It's a post by Maddie Woodard. And it says, it may take me longer to get to the top because I'm carrying my self-respect with me. So I feel like even with your mission, if you feel like you've been doing it for a long time and you're not popping fast enough, you might need to sit still and be like, hey, what is this? The re- what is the reason I'm doing this for? Is it for recognition or is it for effect? Is it to make a positive change in my life or in my community's life or whatever it is you're trying to affect or whoever it is you're trying to affect? Or is it because I want to get in Forbes magazine? I want press. I want this. I want that. Because sometimes the attention will also be a reason why we're not getting where we need to go. Sometimes it's not, sometimes it ain't always clarity. Cause I don't know, I know everybody says, oh, you don't have clarity. And I respect that because I've said that before. Sometimes we aren't where we need to be because we don't have clarity. But also the intention of where we're trying to go, that can also be a hindrance. Because if you're moving fake but coming off differently, if your intention is about fame or or wanting to be around people versus your actual purpose and, and positively affecting folks. I don't think that's going to manifest the way we think it will because the intention is already different. Like I said about manifestation the other day, sometimes we get in a tug of war because our heart will say something and our mind will say something else. So while our heart is thinking fame, fortune, what have you, and our mind is talking some other shit that's more people-centered because it sounds better and it's more politically correct, the energy is not going to follow because you don't even know what you, well, you do know. It's just that you can't lie. Energy don't lie. So you can sit there and lie to us, but the energy going to always tell the truth. So that's just something to consider. Again, I'm never above my own advice. But at the same time, um, I also don't throw nobody's name out there either without, I just think that's common courtesy, common respect. But, you know, anyway, that's just me. Um, Anyway, y'all, so that was today's episode. Don't forget to follow your girl, Spiritual Homegirl, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and um, Patreon. I'm on Patreon as well. I do a sun sign challenge every month. I'm wrapping up this week's sun sign challenge for Pisces. And then come Saturday, it's every season. Okay, was going to pop off, pop, pop, pop off. Yes, I hope y'all heard them peas, because it's going to pop. Okay, we, we real excited. I have a birthday to go up for next month because I spent my birthday in quarantine last year. If you saw the pictures of my birthday last year, y'all probably seen the ass in the dress. Let's keep it a thousand. And y'all probably didn't really notice what else was going on. But I purposely posted that picture to show y'all how busted I looked. So if you look at the photo again with what I'm going to tell you, my hair was not done. My eyebrows were not done. My makeup was not professionally done. My nails were not done. My toes were not done. We was looking real busty busted out there in them streets that day I took that picture. And that was to show people that, you know, regardless of whether I can pull it together or not and be polished, I'm happy to celebrate life. But now that we got some restrictions and I'm still going to wear my mask and stuff like that. Now that we've been a year out of the game with this situation and we still struggling low key, to be honest, I have a different approach in how I want to commemorate my birthday. So I am really excited. Not to mention a lot has happened over the past year. I have lost a lot of people in such a short amount of time. So it's not really about my, my, my birthday, but it's about honoring those that are no longer here by just celebrating life 
period. Not just mine, but theirs. And that is why I am really ready to celebrate this particular Aries season because it's hitting a lot different. Celebrations hits different when you lose. You know what I'm saying? Hits a lot different when you've lost a lot of people. So I am going to celebrate life. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so yeah. Also, I am... Um, oh, wait. Let me go back to my Patreon. So we're doing the Pisces Sun Challenge. That's the last um, The last tip is coming up this week. And then um, we're going to Aries, like I said. To sign up, it costs $7 a month, starting at $7 a month. And that's 23 cents a day. So you can sign up again at Patreon. Um, and find me a spiritual homegirl. I'm also a spiritual homegirl on Clubhouse. I pop in every now and then, do my room rooms. You know what I mean? It's fun. Um, also, if you want to sign up for Tribe Letter, they go out every Monday, which means tomorrow. They go out tomorrow. You can definitely sign up through my show notes or go to spiritualhomegirl.shop. If, while you're there, you can shop around, get you some crystal infused aromatherapy, some t-shirts, some hoodies. I'm getting ready to do everything. Well, no, let me not say that. Because some things may go, <laughs> whether y'all know or not. I might just quietly take it down. I might make an announcement. I don't know. But some things are going to change. So I would definitely get in where I fit in there. If you want a discount, you can sign up for my text text club. You can text the word homegirl10 to 81493. Again, homegirl10. So that's homegirl, the number 10. Homegirl10 at... Um, to 81493 and you can get you a 10% off discount. You can apply that at the shop. And I think that's everything, y'all. Don't forget my homegirl Dre's sun sign. Sun sign. I'm always thinking about me. My girl Dre's yoga challenge, her seven-day yoga challenge starts tomorrow as well. So again, if you missed that episode yesterday, definitely tap in about how yoga has changed her life and it's actually helped her connect to source, not just connect to the mat. All right, y'all. So with that being said, y'all, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and protect yourself from the clout-chasing disease. If you have the clout-chasing disease, please find the antidote, get to the roots, and heal yourself soon, okay? And I say that with all love, no shade, okay? Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.